welcome to Injected Podcast, where we are injecting positive vibes into all of our lives. Hello. Hey, welcome everyone. Make sure that you leave us a five-star review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and use the hashtag Injected Podcast on Twitter. Yup, yup. <laughs> yeah, how's everyone? How are you this week? How's everyone this week? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm having a weird week. Uh, well, last week, I feel like I'm just up and down all the time. Like sometimes I'm really happy. Sometimes mm-hmm. I feel like shit. Um, yeah. But on you. on Wednesday, um, I went to a funeral. First ever funeral I've been to. And it was horrible. It was one of my friends. Aww. And it's just so strange seeing so mm-hmm. many young people all in one place. Like just yeah. for something so tragic. Um but yeah, like just, I feel like, yeah, I don't, I don't really know. Like grieving's weird. I don't really know how I feel. I just like, just kind of like nothingness about, yeah. about the situation. Yeah. And then just like, I don't know. I think because my family knew her family, like we're very, very close. Mm. It, it makes me want to like cling on to my family a little bit more, but I'm obviously living in another part like I'm living like an hour away from them which isn't too bad but it's like uh, I don't know I'm missing home a little bit but mm-hmm. I like London so I'm not going to move back home it's just yeah yeah I'm in a weird weird space I think it's just you just need time like you're going to at, at this type point at this time you're you're going to feel like you want to be more around your family more just like mm. it's it's only natural to feel that way um any like it's only natural to feel that way it's it's not about you want to move back home it's just right now you want to be around your family because obviously that that is comfortable for you you're mm. all kind of going through the same thing you all know what's happening you're all you're all going through it together at the moment because um you know like obviously your family family knew that person as well and Mm. it's just like it's just more of a time where you want to be around people and um, well be around people who understand what what you're going through at the moment as well that familiarity so it's, it's it's nothing to do with the fact that um like even with wanting to move back home it's, it's like that's that's not mm. even anything to do with it or even the fact that you're um living in london it's just that at this moment in time with with such unfortunate circumstances and such sad mm. events it's only natural to gravitate and to want to be around your family and um just mm. be comforted as well in that way yeah true i think it's just it's the, like the concept of death i don't want to go too deep into the conversation but it's just strange because it's like you've just got to get used to it because it's going to happen mm-hmm. I think that's just what I'm thinking about a lot because it's like oh I wish I could spend more time with people that I want to spend time with but I've got to be working mm-hmm. like I've got to be doing these stupid everyday things that I don't really even want to mm-hmm. do when I should be spending time with people like that I want to be around or like mm-hmm. the, my loved ones but I'm just not but yeah it's like is you'll never be able to cherish people enough if that makes sense so yeah even if I lived with my family until I was like in my 50s or whatever and my parents were to die it was still like it's gonna be sad regardless and I mean yeah it's strange thinking about death a lot even even when you said when you just said about how oh like death being inevitable and she'd get used to Mm. it actually 
death isn't something that living people ever get used to it's not normal um and even how like just kind of us seeing so much death in the media in films Mm. and stuff like that that is not normal we're definitely getting desensitized um because that's probably why even you even think oh we should just get used to it because we know that it happens however just because we've been desensitized by media when it happens to someone close to you you'll never be used to it it's not something Mm. it's not normal because as living beings we are not programmed to understand to understand death and why Mm. we should have to go through that and why we have to go through the aspect of losing someone close to us like it's just not something that any human beings will ever get used to yeah it's hard because like you'd want to get I don't know if I'd want to be desensitized because I feel like that in some aspects definitely not it would make things easier because I wouldn't feel sad like every time my friends and family die going forward I wouldn't be as sad but then it's like it's part of the process and not being sad is kind of like well at least you know that you love someone and that you remember that Mm. you have such fond memories of that person like to be in the situation where it's like to not feel those feelings Mm. I feel like that would be more unfortunate and that would be that would be more sad um Mm. yeah in that sense yeah true yeah life is just strange <laughs> life life is life so is strange life yeah, yeah yeah life is just life long yeah how are you way. what have you been up to um nothing much i've just been in the process of getting ready to move um been helping my cousins decorate house houses and it's just like I'm gonna be next weekend I'm gonna be helping my cousin move out then the weekend mm. after I'll be moving out and just everything is just sounding so long I thought oh let me try and sell my sofa let me try and sell my wardrobe and then that's long and people are out here scamming guys so look out for that you know don't get caught out like me but like it's just one of those things like you look back on it and it's just like well that was stupid (laughs) (laughs) and literally and as well I can like I'm I can't be upset it's just it's just annoying it's just like but that is annoying because now I have to go call my bank and try and say something to be like look can you do anything to help me (laughs) Uh, that's literally all I'm gonna say can you do anything to help me please just 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 try something Mm. please um if not okay fine (laughs) I'm not I'm not gonna cry about it it yeah. It is what it is And like Cost of living crisis Of course people are out here Scamming more Like You know So mm. but um, But yeah It's like It's even one of those things Where like I was going through it And I'm like This ain't This ain't right This don't sound right <laughs> <laughs> This don't sound right But I don't have No notifications on my PayPal app That don't seem right Like literally So Yeah It was just one of those just like you know just when it's just a stupid moment but Mm. hey like we all have stupid moments in it and I don't know sometimes we just can't dwell on them we just have to just Mm -hmm. be like just take the L (laughs) yeah yeah it's true (laughs) yeah just like as long as you you've seen it quick enough just take the L just yeah (laughs) 
just take that out like I saw it quick enough you know mm. like fool me twice yeah I'm a bit I'm a bit dim you can't fool me three times please don't even try it <laughs> they really tried it and I was just like oh fuck off and I blocked them <laughs> we would search how to block emails and yeah I was just like nah these people they're really they're really trying like yeah I'm a, I'm a bit stupid but like I'm not I'm not a fucking dickhead. <laughs> they were going to try it three times. That's mad. <laughs> Literally, yeah. They tried it again. Like they could have just left it. But yeah. no, they were really <sighs> was like, no, we are going to get the full price that you are selling the thing for. <laughs> I'm just like, fuck off. No. <laughs> but yeah, so guys, I got scammed um, literally just today, a couple of hours ago. But hey, Life moves on, money will mm-hmm. come back tenfold. Like that's just that's just how I'm that's just how I'm living this life. Look, yeah. yeah. Just can't, you know, can't be just getting like, you know, like like just like with everything, like your situation and stuff, there's bigger things happening. There's mm. there's worse things happening out there. And like as long as you catch it quick, you know, like money's yeah. gonna come back. Yeah. You know. I believe that. Yeah, I feel like it. I'm just feeling a bit like I thought I sold my sofa. I thought it was going to a nice <laughs> new home. You know, I remember I remember buying it and just feeling so excited. Mm. I bought the sofa before I had a flat to move into. Like literally, like <laughs> me and this sofa. Yeah, sometimes mm-hmm. just take your else and just you know what. Fine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fine. At least it's not my life, you know. At least, mm-hmm. you know, just fine. Yeah. Um, you know. Um but actually talking on that because I'm sorry, like with things happening, guys, we're just gonna have the depressing that stuff out quick, but um let's just get on to it quick. So um the Rwanda, the flight to Rwanda that she's importing, which was deport, deporting, deporting, um, <laughs> quote unquote illegal immigrants from the UK was grounded last week, which is great news for now. For now, um, yeah, I just wanted to just talk on this because it's just like, so basically the European Court of Human Rights, they got involved and that's the reason why it did get grounded. A lot of people were opposing this. Um, this is the government's bill to to send quote unquote illegal immigrants to Rwanda for processing, um, which just sounds ridiculous. Why can't people be pro- if the people are in the UK trying to have seeking asylum in the UK? Why can't they be processed in the UK? It don't make no sense. Yeah, what does that um, mean? Processing? What the fuck? So basically, what they're saying is that they want to send quote unquote, and I'm saying quote unquote for a reason, guys. So they're saying basically, they're saying immigrants who arrive in the UK by illegal slash unsafe routes. So boats will like yeah, little boats mm. through France, um, they will be deported because they weren't they haven't traveled through a route where it was one safe and two where they haven't been trafficked, mm. basically. And Boris Johnson, um, you would have heard on the news or whatever, they keep they keep saying stuff about how we're trying to, you know, 
crack down on the traffickers. It's, you know, we're trying to stop the traffickers from doing this, but I don't understand. How is it that you are trying to stop traffickers um, by punishing people who are seeking asylum? Yeah, How is that stopping traffickers? I don't understand that because what I thought it was to stop was to stop the people that are illegally selling like boats and they're they're the traffickers Mm -mm. i didn't think the people that were coming across the water were traffickers themselves no no the people coming across the water aren't traffickers they are being trafficked Mm. so them so in what they're saying makes no sense because by the time they've arrived in the uk they've already either been trafficked and how or they've had to escape in some way and they they were always wanting to come to the UK for for people to endanger their lives to make the crossing from France to the UK in these boats i think that says a lot and i i feel like this government need to stop saying this bullshit and lies about how we're trying to cut down and clamp down on those traffickers no you're fucking not because if you don't want people to be trafficked then provide safe routes into the uk for people seeking asylum but they have actually cut off because i've I've watched a few videos um like on navarra media like like i've been kind of following it for a, a while but basically they've actually stopped any kind of safe routes into the uk they've they've made like most points of calls illegal for people mm. who are seeking asylum to even get into the UK. That's why they are making these journeys in these, um, these dangerous journeys in these boats. And like, basically, and there's like a, there was, was be, there's been a bit of a fight between um, England and France, um, the UK and France, basically, because they're all coming from France to yeah. cross the channel. Um, because basically France are being like, no, you can't stay here. So they're crossing the channel to get us to seek asylum in the UK, but then mm. the UK can't send them back to France, basically. Mm. So now they've struck this deal with Rwanda instead to send them to Rwanda for quote unquote processing, which is bullshit. Why are you sending immigrants to Rwanda to be processed? And um That sounds very like prob- imperial process, like their yeah. stock or something. They're not they're not yeah. actual individuals. That's a bit crazy. Yeah. And basically what it is is that so there's um just just so you have the full picture mm. is that this idea is that so they'll they'll go to Rwanda to be processed. And this processing is meant to be that they'll go through the application so they can actually have permanent residency in the UK. Mm. So that's why they're being sent to Rwanda. However, like this, this whole thing, this whole deal, like from this processing, none of these people would get let back into the UK, really. They wouldn't. So like they're, they're trying to act like that they will be able to come back to the UK, but they, they actually won't, they actually won't, they won't be able to. So this whole deal is bullshit. And um, also I just want to, um, yeah. And it's like, so the government, I'll keep trying to push this agenda of like, oh, they want they want people to be traveling here legally and safely. And um, they want to show mm. the people traffickers that, uh, this is my Boris Johnson voice, by the way. Um, <laughs> they want to show those people traffickers that yes, they can't be doing this and all this bullshit. And it's just like, no, you guys haven't provided safe routes to actually <laughs> seek asylum to get here. That's why people are going through 
people traffickers through people smugglers this is why they are taking on this dangerous journey don't you like i'm sorry you must be fleeing there must be something to be fled from to be making Mm. a dangerous journey across the channel in a rubber dinghy boat are you fucking joking to be risking their lives like it was worth them risking their lives to to get to the uk than it is for them to stay where 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 they are fleeing from so like i think it's just a waste of time as well because it, it even and says it's a waste of money. here in I'm this yeah, to the BBC money in a second. article it's 500,000 for yes. one flight okay so let me huh? let me tell you about this flight so okay it's, for the flight that was grounded yeah it was 500,000 pound for that flight basically and on that flight so there was I, I think um, so I'm going to say allegedly, I think that there was meant to be 30 immigrants on there. However, mm. only, th- um, however, a lot of people are going through appeals, etc. Then that, so in the end on the day, there was three immigrants on there. So that was 500,000 pounds for three people to be deported to Rwanda. Okay. Then, so the European court of human rights have interjected, grounded the flight. Yeah and everyone so everyone hasn't so no one's been mm. deported right now because now it's a human rights issue because it's mm-hmm. like that because even this policy is even going through a um uh, is is going through appeals to see like is this policy legal but they were still yeah. going to send people to, they were still going to send this flight to Rwanda before the policy has even been assessed so well, that's what they even always that, that, do with all of yeah. this stuff they don't listen to actual legal it's specialists disgusting. they just do their own things all the time they're just doing whatever this government are uh, this government is disgusting I was talking uh, no I was talking to my I was saying this over the weekend to my cousins saying how this government they just want to kill people this is what they're doing and you've heard me say it on this podcast before about the people they're just trying mm. to kill everyone. And this is what they're doing right now. They don't even care that the policy hasn't been assessed and that there's issues with the policy. Preeti Patel still just wants to send these people to Rwanda regardless. So, um, yeah, so that was £500,000. Flight grounded, no one went to Rwanda. So £500,000 of taxpayers' money has paid for this flight that hasn't gone nowhere. Mm. The deal with Rwanda, um, so I'm going to say allegedly again, but because this is what I've read before previously, the deal with Rwanda costs um, 120 million. God. So that is the deal that the UK, that the government has made with Rwanda to send illegal immigrants for processing. 120 but, million. So but the thing is, with that, illegal immigrants, that, that, like when when you look at it, there's not that much smuggling and there's not that much corruption actually happen- happening in comparison to the amount of money and effort and time they're putting into this. So there are yeah. other areas that need this money more than traffickers and illegal refugees coming from France. Exactly. Because they're blowing it up and sensationalizing this problem mm-hmm. when, yeah, it is going on, but... It it doesn't deserve that this much money when exactly people are dying of like when malnourishment in, in this crisis. country. <laughs> yeah, this is fucking is fucking disgusting, and this is why this is why it's be the policy is being assessed because it's just a racist and mm. policy. Because how is it that we've got a bill to send illegal quote unquote illegal immigrants to Rwanda? However, Ukrainians are allowed are um. British, in our homes the British public, and yeah. the British public are being paid to house Ukrainians. 
like make it make sense so if you're from ukraine if you're from ukraine it's not illegal but if you're from anywhere else in the world it's illegal and like the thing is that they provided safe routes for ukrainians to come to the uk they've provided those safe routes they haven't provided those routes for asylum seekers from any from from black and brown countries from these countries that the that this government have had a part in displacing they they haven't created those safe routes for asylum seekers from these countries yeah it's true and And that's why that's how they're illegal because there, there isn't safe routes for them anyway in so comparison to in, in comparison to a lot of countries as well the uk doesn't actually have an immigration problem like we're not overcrowded Mm-mm. full of like our country Mm-mm. is not full of immigrants like what they kind of they make out that it is because like i think africa takes the, takes in the most immigrants out of every yeah. single like continent across the globe but you'd think over here we we've got a problem but we don't have a problem and when you look at Rwanda as well, there are so many human rights is- issues over there. Mm-hmm. At the moment, Congo are threatening a war on Rwanda. So it's like, why Why do you think this is the best place to be sending some of the most vulnerable people in the world that are mm. really, that are fleeding, uh, fleeing law- war? I, I really, mm-hmm. it's just, it, it does show you a lot. And it is it, really sad as well because it is always the black and brown people that yeah. are treated like dirt in these situations yeah. when, when it comes to human rights and um, displacement, we're, yeah. we're always ending up suffering a lot more than and it's other just, people. It's just disgusting. And um, so one, one thing I saw was, um, so I think, was it question time or something? Something like that. Um, mm. Again, through Navarra media, I watched it. And so a woman um, from Afghanistan, she was talking about how, um, about this policy with Rwanda. Mm. So basically, as well, if if asylum seekers have come from a quote unquote, actually no, n- not quote unquote, if asylum seekers have traveled from a safe country, what is deemed mm. as a safe country, and they've traveled from a safe country to seek asylum in the UK, that is not allowed. So basically if, so say if, um, so that's where these safe routes aren't there. So say mm. if, so say if asylum seekers have, um, so the example that they had was an asylum seeker from Afghanistan has been, has managed to um, escape or be smuggled into India. If mm. they try to cut, if they come from, in, try to come from India to seek asylum in the UK, they're not allowed to do that because India is a safe country, so they need to stay in India. That's, That's so sad because India at the moment there there's like global warming issues happening there, and it's like they can't mm-hmm. even like the people mm-hmm. that are suffering can't come to UK because it's a safe country. Like yeah. India is a safe country. Crazy, and, crazy, yeah. crazy. So, that, so that's what the law is saying. Mm. These laws are saying, and basically, so um, and this woman, um, she was just talking about how I have relatives in Afghanistan and if you guys have put a policy where British people can house Ukrainians if you've got the room and Mm. you are happy to pay for them and she was like I want to do that for my family and for people from Afghanistan but but we can't do that because that law is in place because they would still be classed as coming from a safe country if they travel through India mm-hmm. or class or there are no legal routes for them to 
come to the UK mm. to seek asylum. And she's like, well, I would happily go and take in asylum mm-hmm. seekers from Afghanistan. Yeah. Like, but you're only offering that to Ukrainians. So, mm-hmm. and she was like, how is that fair? Which is a valid point. How is that fair? And if people want to choose to be like, and especially even like to bring their own family from these areas, but like they can't because say if they, because the route, if they go into any safe country, mm. that means that they have to stay in that country. Well, what the, what, what the fuck then? Like, so people can't Mad. go and be with their families if they have family in the UK. Yeah. They can't seek asylum. They have to stay in these countries where they don't know anyone. They they can't even come straight from their own countries because it's an illegal route and they most likely will be trafficked. Like, it's and a it's a dangerous shit. journey. They, it is a load of shit. There's no- like, oh, this route's illegal. This one's allowed. This is safe. Like you're making shit up. You're actually it making is. stuff up. If something's not safe for an individual, I think they will know themselves that it's not safe. We don't need yes. people in positions of power to tell them, oh, actually, no, you're actually living in a safe environment. Mm-hmm. Like, to be fair, there's people in London that are living in areas where the rate of like asthma is so high in certain mm-hmm. towns and certain streets, well, not towns, certain streets in London, like especially South London, like Lewisham, where a few years ago, a, a 10-year-old yeah. girl, I think she was 10, yes, yeah, she died from um, inhaling like weird shit in the air, like pollution basically i think she was the first air pollution death in this country and it's like well those people can also say that they're not safe it shouldn't be it shouldn't be on the leaders to tell people what's safe and what's not safe but even the people who are in unsafe council housing in this country yeah because you guys aren't trying to do anything exactly the people on the streets like it's like (laughs) exactly um anyway and just my last point that i wanted to make is that um, it would actually it it would cost forty pound a week. Um, I'm gonna say allegedly again because this is something that I read somewhere. But it would actually mm. cost forty pound a week for the government to actually pay for an asylum seeker. So for one person, it'll be forty pound a week, which is considerably less than the fucking deal that they've got with Rwanda and that fucking flight to deport them. So um, mm. and then also, if you let asylum seekers actually work, then the cost cancels itself out. So this is all bullshit. This is just a racist government. It's a racist policy. And just like this government needs to needs to go because they are just trying to kill everyone. They're trying to kill all of us. And yeah, and I just I'm tired. Yeah. I'm tired of just it's always something with this government. Well like where where do they even come up with this shit? Like where do they where do they come up with this shit? It's when they're at these parties and drunk, trying to think of ideas. They're pulling stuff out of hats. Yeah, but it's Ugh. just weird. Like, and and it's like, why did they want to make this deal with Rwanda? Like, what is it? What is it that? Like, why did they want to make this deal to Rwanda? Why did they want to give Rwanda all this money? Like, what is it that? Yeah. They, why? I don't why? know too much you know about I mean? our our history with Rwanda, except the Rwandan genocide. And I'm sure we were involved in like selling arms to. We of were involved in that somehow. I don't know the history, but we were involved. But I don't know of much positive relationship but, that our country actually has with Rwanda. Like, I have no, no but, idea where it's But the thing from. is, it's all it's always sus to think when when the UK are making deals with with countries in Africa and stuff like that. It's always sus. It's like, why mm. is it now that you want to give money to these countries? Yeah, it's for true. what. 
Yeah. And it's just a bit weird. Like, what is this underhanded deal? What What is Rwanda going to be giving back kind of thing? Like, what is it? Mm. Because it's not just that they're going to take... Yeah, it's not just because they're going to take in all our all our fucking immigrants. That's not the reason bored. why. Yeah. You know, to process them. That's not the reason why. But um, yeah, yeah I, I just like... This bill is disgusting. It's it's um so good news that the flight was grounded. However, like there's still a lot to go. There's still a long way to go. We don't know. Like these people still don't know what's what's gonna happen to them. Yeah, I think my last point generally on this is that when you look at any sort of country and any sort of leadership, you can tell a lot about someone's leadership style when you see how they treat the most marginalized and the most vulnerable mm-hmm. people and it's like Boris can do all this promotion on like mental health awareness week and all of these this other shit where he's you know talking saying all the buzzwords that everyone wants to hear about being kind and all this other shit but you see that they're not treating people kindly then they're really mm-hmm. not they're not caring about people's mental health like no one can get therapy or counseling through the nhs like this is just all <laughs> impossible and everyone is suffering right now in this country let alone the people that are fleeing war war-torn countries so yeah it's just yeah it's not yeah it, his leadership is awful <laughs> it's disgusting it's disgusting. it's so bad um and then yeah as well so the next thing we wanted to talk about um it's been five years since grenfell last week last week tuesday it was five years since the grenfell tragedy um and yeah i just want to say like just rest in peace those people who died like we know it's more than the 72 people that they're saying it is we know it's more than that and just again we are in a cost of living crisis, they're spending 120 mil to give, they're just throwing 120 mil to Rwanda. And the people who lived in Grenfell are still not housed. Mm. You know, like- It's so tragic. Even like reading about it the other day, I was reading about it again. It's like the amount of children that died oh my God, like it it literally Mm -hmm. hurts your heart to read any of it. And it Mm -hmm. hurts even more to know that no progress has really been made and the people Nothing's that are accountable still haven't no actually received any sort of punishment. Yeah, there's no accountability. And also, the amount of money that they're spending on these on this inquiry into Grenfell, they could have already built housing for the people and rehoused them. Like mm. they're spending so much money, like from what I'm hearing, 30 mil, they're spending- Oh my God. So much money on the inquiry into what happened mm. an inquiry that still hasn't gone on no one's gone to jail they're trying to just be like oh no one's going anywhere yeah mm-hmm. so they've, they've they've spent that much money on the inquiry and they still have not housed housed the the victims mm-hmm. they still not have ha- they still not ha- they still haven't housed the people who lived there they're still mm. without housing. What the fuck is going on with this government? You you can spend thirty million on an inquiry into the into the tragedy, but you can't even take a portion of that money to just build housing for them, mm. or and to re to put towards rehousing them. I just this government is fucked up. I just can't. It's fucked up. Yeah, and they're still 
lots and lots of buildings across the country that still have this same cladding on their flats. Yeah. It's like five years on, you would have thought that that would have been the first thing, at least like a small some, performative a portion of thing the money, for them to do. Like literally yeah. a portion of that money could have been done, could have been used to remove all the cladding from yeah. all of the buildings. Yeah, but it's just nice. it's so sad. But um, I'm reading this article is from inside housing and they've basically it's quite good if anyone wants to read it 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 breaks down whether uh grenfell could happen again right now if mm-hmm. something similar could happen again right now and it looks at everything that was to blame for the fire so like the um so stuff to do with the doors and the fire exits and, the and also fire the safety, cladding um, the yeah fire safety, the evacuation plan as well um, yeah yeah um, but yeah, I think their conclusion is that it could happen again, which is just, well, yeah. I'm laughing, <laughs> but I'm not laughing. It's just like, it hurts. Do you know what I mean? It, it's disgusting. It it's disgusting. Um, <laughs> it's like, it's laughably disgusting. That's, that's what it yeah. is. Yeah. Like, what the I fuck? Just, and I saw the other day as well, like one of the little girls that died, her, I think it's her cousin or something, posted a picture of her on Instagram and um, was saying like, rest in peace, like you you deserve so much more, blah, blah, blah. And it just made me think that we, we actually are so close to people that have been affected by this because mm-hmm. it's like a whole community of people have just been wiped out and that's people we know as friends and family. And mm-hmm. um, if you live in London or if you live around London, you might know someone who knows someone that died in that and it's yeah. just oh it's just tragic it's so tragic it is, it is. and discovery. i'm sorry like so many tragedies has, has happened under this conservative government and mm. and so many things just haven't been done <laughs> to rectify yeah. it either and i just mm-hmm. i still i don't know how they're still holding on I don't know how this Boris Johnson is still trying to hold on to his seat. Like this, like our our government right now is laughable. Like we and we're not even we're not even in like a democracy anymore. Like it's no, it's it doesn't not. feel like it. And what, and, what annoys yeah. me as well is that they can just rebrand themselves. Like Matt Hancock, like now he's doing talks on loose women about dyslexia awareness. Why and is like, he on you loose know, women? I don't know. First Dyer ever CEO, now he's on Loose Women. How is he on Loose Women? Like, honestly, like, they're just all so messy. Because he's loose, because he was doing a (laughs) profess. That's why he's on Loose Women now. He's a loose woman. He's one of them. It's not really very... He's he's, he's a loose man. (laughs) (laughs) He's loose and they, apparently they all, um, you know, they they all, what's the words? What's the words? What's the word? They're loose. Relate. They all relate to that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it is just like... like definition. He's doing I the wonder, practice and they're calling themselves loose. I wonder who <laughs> of their like team that finds guests to go on the show for Matt Hancock would be a good pick because surely someone who cheated on his wife and kind of tore his family apart and tore her family apart isn't really like the best person to bring on a show that is supposed to be about this kind of like girl boss women empowerment because it's like even that shit he's cheated on his wife he's not really <laughs> a good guest I don't understand tore up, but, tore yeah. up another family yeah <laughs> but my point there is just like they can go on and rebrand and like start their own business and start yeah. working for their friends and you know it, it 
it, it's just an endless it cycle of these knobs them. just coming out of nowhere. But like, and this is the thing, like Boris Johnson, you can resign. It don't matter for you. Like you'll get another, yeah. you'll have another job, and it'll be higher paying. Like just. And people will forget about how shitty he was as well. They'll be like, oh, yeah. he, he tried his best again. All of this, he tried his best. I mean, they're already saying that anyway. Yeah, they're, they're literally. Already, they're already saying that about COVID. He's broke the law. Oh, but he was trying his best. What, when he was doing a party and you weren't allowed to, <laughs> you you got a fine for driving to go for a, go for a nature walk. <laughs> but he was doing up a party. Yeah, but you want to ride for Boris. You want, you're acting like he's your best mate or he's your dad. Downing Street. Like the fuck, mm. like his workplace is his home, and he was doing a party <laughs> in Ten Downing Street that we pay for. Mm. Fuck, like the guy, the guy is laughing at us. He's laughing at us, and and he's being like, "Haha, I'm going to kill you." <laughs> that's exactly what. <laughs> Tee, you're going to die. Like literally, that's what that's what this government are doing. It's like they all go into the office on Monday and they're like, oh, what can we fuck up this week? <laughs> Whose lives can we ruin this week? Oh, it's got to be the Literally. blacks again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> them ones. <laughs> they're outnumbered because there's only one black cabinet minister. So <laughs> he has to take the L every week. He's like, oh, here we go. Oh, gosh. oh it's my fault again this week. This time. Yeah. Oh. Whoops. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Ugh, anyway, um, Who's yeah, rest in peace. Outside of my flat, oh. what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Boris, Go away. he knows all about the parties. <laughs> anyway, Boris. yeah, rest in peace, everyone who um, died in the Grenfell tragedy, mm. and yeah, just it's just awful. And everyone, yeah. we need to stay outraged. We need to stay on this government's neck. Don't we can't forget. We can't, we can't let them try and forget and sweep it under the carpet. It was yeah. a tragedy that should not have happened. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. True, true, true. Anyway, anyway. So, guys, we, we got, we, we got through it. We got through our updates. We got through <laughs> our depressed state. You know. Mm. Chloe Kardashian has removed her BBL. Guys, mm. <laughs> guys. Did you see okay. the picture? I saw the picture. She looks good. I can't believe how bad her BBL was. Like, fucking hell. It was awful. It was awful. And I just feel like it's actually very rude because it's like, how (laughs) dare you? How dare you make a mockery of black features like that? Mm. How dare (laughs) you? It's fucking disgusting. And how dare you just think... Just wake up one day and be like, "Oh, I'm bored of this now. Let me, surgeon come. Let's get rid." Like it's that's just what they do, though. They're they're I just know. like on whatever trend is is you know yeah. coming up. But it's like, so. but it's just, but the thing is, is that it's like because obviously they're part of the reason why these trends are being set. Like the Kardashians mm. just have like obviously have all the eyes on them. They're all over Instagram and whatever, and everyone's looking up to their ideal standard of beauty. And I just feel like, and we spoke so um, we we've had a similar conversation to this on our episode. Uh, My body is no longer trending, um, mm. and we also spoke about this on um, billionaires, BBLs, and Black English as well. If you guys mm-hmm. want to go back to listen to those episodes, if you if you haven't listened to them, um, but I just feel like it's good for us to come back and reiterate and and just talk about 
um, and just mm. actually, and talk about um, this thing because I just think it's very it's interesting that mm. like because we already know that the Kardashians just pick up trends what they want and then they'll throw mm-hmm. it in the bin when they're when they're done with it and yeah. but the thing is is that they've been doing so they're doing that with their bodies their surgeries they're also doing it with their men mm. um and it's, it's black men aren't aren't on trend anymore sorry guys no, literally <laughs> i mean chloe kardashian is still finding it hard to stay away from tristan but like she knows yeah. that they're not on brands that's why she's trying to separate but she's finding mm. it hard um because she likes to be she she likes to be disgraced all the time you know like have, just have someone cheating disgracing you every day but um <laughs> anyway I just think it's just okay because I've heard a lot of people talking about them removing the BBLs and people are from what I'm sensing a lot of people are kind of like oh yeah we're glad because they're not taking from black features anymore but I just feel like this is so damaging because these people who were taking black features and admiring black features so much that they needed to get surgery to have those features that they admired to now just throw it away. How are black women who naturally have these features going to feel? Do you know what I mean? Because mm. I can't just, I can't throw away my booty. I can't, I, physically it's impossible for me to do. If I went and got surgery, like I need surgery on my thighs as well. Cause it's not gonna, it's not gonna mm. look right. It's not gonna make no sense. And, um, and I just think, I just, I just think it's just such a shame that now, because I just feel like now the trend is going, now that the trend is this slim athletic look, mm. yeah, that's coming back in. Well, so that means black women are again going to just be pushed to the side and deemed as ugly, even more so because now these white people don't want their features. I guess black body, like there are still black women with just a slim build, like not not well, every yeah. black woman has the barn. Well, yeah, we, we know that, but it's just that mm. these features were predominantly stolen from from black people mm. so black people who have these features who always had these features how are we meant to feel now like we were glorified for two mm. seconds but um but still unloved because we're black to now have these features people these white people are thrown away these features like how are these black women meant to feel like we're just going to be thrown away mm. even more like well, how do you, do you know feel I mean? about it? Do you feel like it's going to impact you much? Like the Kardashians changing the trend and other people trying to follow? Do you think that's going to impact I you at all? In a sense, yes. I feel like it will. Mm. Like for me, I like, I've never really followed kind of like the Kardashians. I don't really care what they're doing. But I think mm. what, what the impact could be, I feel like because it's all a knock-on effect and even with how we saw kind of like mainly black men, how we saw them um sensationalizing the bbl sensationalizing mm. kardashian figure them not being able to recognize when white girls have had bbls them not to be able to recognize a bbl that even if it mm. hit them in the face you know like i feel like it has an issue like now seeing that just disappear and that's not what's going to be on the mainstream um forefront of media mm. and stuff it's like it's just another thing to just be like, okay, well, I I had that naturally. Mm. And now again, this is going to be deemed as ugly. Now again, mm-hmm. like 
because I didn't actually have a BBL, so I didn't have a snatched waist anyway, already I'm not seen as desirable anyway because I don't have that snatched waist and mm. hips because it's because it's fake. <laughs> yeah. But, um, so already like that was an insecurity because you're always seeing because you're always seeing that figure all the time. Now that that figure is starting to look alien and starting to look a bit weird and everyone's just a bit like, mm, we're not feeling it. Well, even more so we push to the side because it's like, mm. well, all these skinny, all these um, bitches are getting rid of it. And now that's definitely not what we would want. Cause like, go, I feel like going back to that 2000s era about does my bum look big in this? Like that is mm. just always so damaging to all black women. Like, cause mm-hmm. even you've said stories about times when, when mm. um, girls at school were saying that you had a big bum, you yeah, know? Yeah. So like, and that's, <laughs> and that's what I feel that's what I feel is sad because it's like, while everyone was in the gym trying to get this bum because the Kim Kardashians, the Kardashians have been saying that they apparently grew this in the gym and not on the doctor's and not the doctor's surgery table. Like, it's just a bit like everyone was so obsessed with having this bum. And now mm. it's going to be like, uh, that's gross. Oh, does my bum look big in this? Oh, we need to get jeans that are going to flatten everything. And, and just like uh, that. And I feel like that era was even worse like at least at least there was something that we had like even mm. with you like actually having a real bum and having mm. shape like like while while um in comparison to other black women you don't have a big bum but the thing was is that mm. even for all for all black women you had a bum do you know what yeah. i mean yeah so it's kind of like even for you now it's we're regressing back to an era where that is ugly so mm-hmm. like that's why I feel like for all black women it's just it's damaging. Yeah, I think um with the trends, the trends of body body shapes, it does come in waves. So sometimes mm-hmm. it's skinny and you know, sometimes it's thick, but the thing that stays consistent throughout is that it's always unattainable and the bar is high. Yeah. And yeah. even in this case, the bar I think these days because there are so many cosmetics procedures that we can get and these become very easily accessible Mm -hmm. the bar is so high where it's like your face has got to be so symmetrical and Mm -hmm. your legs have got to look a certain way your skin's Mm -hmm. got to look a certain way your body your makeup your hair everything has got to look a certain way and I feel like it it would be lovely if we could all get to the point where we reject all of the changes and we're like I just I just want to do me I'm gonna dress how I like and I'm gonna do what myself. I want with my body yeah just be myself but it's so much easier said than done um yeah because even, people aren't happy yeah and even you talking about the bar being high because oh. like we're just watching I, I watched a video I think it was Marad's and just yeah. the bar being high of okay first these surgeries weren't as accessible and then mm. also the added pressure of it being the most dangerous one as in um, just if we're talking about BBLs, BBLs being the most dangerous, yeah. all of that. Um, you know, it wasn't accessible. But now that everyone has managed to get to get that access to it mm-hmm. through one way or another, X, Y, Z, now it's like, okay, the bar is higher now. Because mm. like, can you guys afford to get it removed? <laughs> yeah, it's because, that challenge each time. Yeah, because <laughs> the thing is, is that the surgery is going to be just as expensive, just as invasive, 
just as dangerous to Mm -hmm. remove it now. And that's another high bar. So now it's going to be like, Mm. now the BBL look is going to be seen seen as cheap. You know, like when everyone Mm. was getting boob jobs in the 2000s? Yeah, it started to look tacky and cheap because everyone had them. Yeah. Everyone had these massive boobs for what reason? Like, and it was just like, it just looked ugly. And that is what, and and this is what's what's damaging is that, is that it's gonna, is that now Big Bums is gonna be trashy and look cheap, whether it's natural or not. <laughs> it's just like- Yeah, because it, it's easy. I think if it was, if it was one of me or you and we were, we were happy in our bodies, we loved our bodies and the trends would change, but we just stuck to how we, we are. Mm-hmm. Like I'd, I, for me, at least I'd be happy with myself, but then seeing externally how women that look a certain way are treated and like the whole pre-privileged mm-hmm. thing and the whole proximity to whiteness thing and mm-hmm. like Eurocentric features, mm-hmm. it would, it does that the external factors are the things that make you consider changing and consider yeah. maybe doing doing things different because really and making like, you think that you're not desirable and and it yeah, all comes and down it, it to, sinks into your brain which is just yeah. mad because like you might look at yourself and think you're not that bad but then when the comparisons start and when mm-hmm. you realize other people are getting opportunities that you're not that's when mm-hmm. it starts to become hard exactly exactly and when it's just like we're so used to just like coming back to black men black men worshipping anyone and everyone other than black women Mm. particularly dark-skinned black women it's just like it's just another added layer like and Mm -hmm. i i just i feel like they are conscious to it the kardashians they are conscious to it they know what they're doing because just Mm. like how they had all their black friends they they all had a black best friend all of the and haven't all of them been cast aside now they all had their mm. black men where are their black men now like yeah i read a, like article ages ago about the kardashians black friends and how they've treated them all and it's like mm. so many of them the girls the sisters have got with their friends ex-boyfriends and you know yeah. overstep the line and it's not just one time it's like so many times it's happened so many, yeah. and they've also extracted things from that person's culture and their mm-hmm. identity and like how they do their makeup and stuff and this is where yeah. they get their ideas they take and take their ideas from their close black friends and then all of a sudden they look yeah. a certain way they got mixed race babies they've got mm-hmm black husbands and boyfriends and it's 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 crazy how much they must study black women and Mm -hmm. you know it's it's disgusting going further than inspiration it's like creepy (laughs) it's very creepy it's it's very um get out (laughs) um (laughs) but like i think as well what's interesting is that i feel like the kardashians don't need black people anymore because just how mm. you just mentioned, they've got their black kids now. I think the next mm. move for them is to monetize their children. Yeah, 100%. I thought this that, since, they, yeah, since they've had them. They, they don't need black people on the side. They've got their kids and they're just going to make money off their kids. They've got, their kids are going to be cool and black all the time now, you know? Mm. And yeah, I just... Yeah, and that's why they're all being weird. Even with like to the point of um, Courtney, like now she's got married and mm. stuff like that. Like it's kind of like it was. It's kind of like oh yeah, this era you're allowed to get married now to whoever you want. You know, it's like mm. it's like a weird kind of thing. Like because because again they they were using Scott 
<laughs> like they're using yeah. Scott for entertainment value and because he's a bit mad at times and I feel like that they, they were using him too and, and to the point like because they're even excluding him in things even now they're excluding Caitlyn as well and okay. that's just a bit oh. yeah like there's some things like Caitlyn Jenner wasn't invited to um one of the kids birthday parties or something Mm. And I think, I think allegedly, I think I heard that on a video or something. And like, to, even to the point that they're excluding Caitlyn Jenner. And it's just like, what is going, what is going on? Like, yeah, because it can't even be for Caitlyn's political views, really. Because I'd think, oh, maybe if my parent was Republican, then I wouldn't really want him around the kids. But then at the same time, it's like Kanye, he was yeah. pro Trump. <laughs> yeah, he was he exactly. So, yeah. So it's just everything, everything about that family is very sus. They have way too much power kind of in the sense of media that um, people don't even realize that the power that they are wielding and that they actually hold. Um, mm. Yeah. And it's just unfortunate. It's just, yeah. Yeah. And just, mm. that's just what I think, what I'm just worried about is that now that they're throwing away their black features, I feel like it actually makes it seem like black women, you can throw away black women. We're not cool anymore. Mm-hmm. Our features yeah. aren't cool. So that that was the only thing that was making us desirable. And you can just throw that away too. And mm. it's just like, and growing up in a body that for some, for somehow it's just disposable it's just mm. that's it's obviously I it's just not a good like imagine kind of like I'm just imagining my younger cousins now having grown up seeing the Kardashians and now seeing all of a sudden they don't have asses. Then my cousins all my cousins all have body because now that they've grown up thinking that they would be desirable, now seeing that that's can just be thrown away, like what kind of mental what kind of mental impact is that going to have on on them growing up in the, in yeah. the next stage of their lives where they're now coming into womanhood like they're coming into womanhood and to and to start realizing that them having shape isn't something that's going to be desired you know because it's going to go back to the thigh gap and like and growing up in the thigh gap era that wasn't fun like mm, you know i remember yeah, it now yeah. and it's just like Same. at least when they had bbls it's like at least you you guys are finally face in front and you like and you actually like something that i that i have you don't like it on me but you know it's something but like you I don't think shaking your ass is ever going to be <laughs> off trend. Like that's always going to be a thing. Being able to I don't like, know. shake your butt. I don't know. But it depends because it depends how the music industry is going to change. Do you know what I mean? But like, I just think mm. this is the thing though. And this is why the, the Kardashians have had way too much power because how is it that they've kind of influenced this era of BBLs and stuff like that. And then, but, and the whole music industry was also do like as in kind of black um, black female rappers mm. also had that trend. And it's just like, how did the Kardashians influence the trend that mainly black women picked up? It's true. Cause when you were just talking about your young cousins, I was thinking, well, 
we need to make sure that young girls have a range of role models that look a different shape and size. Mm -hmm. And there are people, there's Lizzo and there's like Ari Lennox, there are people with natural bodies. But at Mm -hmm. the same time, it's like, I was thinking around, I was like, well, Summer Walker has a BBL. Scissor, I don't know, but her her vigour's changed a lot of people's suspect. Her body is very like perfect scissor. yeah yeah doja cat she, her body's changed do you know like when when people's bodies change so much like it does mm-hmm. make you think maybe they've had something even if they deny it it does make yeah. you think oh maybe they have so it, it is i guess it's quite challenging off the top of your head to think oh the biggest the most famous female celebrities in the world right now the, the black ones that could be mm-hmm. role models beyonce she's definitely had some sort this of is what I mean. Nicki Minaj. Beyonce, I'm sorry. <laughs> Guys, watch watch Coachella, watch Homecoming and then watch Black is King and tell me that Beyonce hasn't had a BBL. I'm sorry. I'm mm. sorry. I'm sorry. And so, I think like, but I think I think she had it in between. Whenever she has babies, then she'll she'll just get a bit of surgery done. Yeah. I do believe yeah. that. Beyonce. But, but yeah, I yeah, think ex- people need to just look around for different types of role models. Um and different but, but celebrate different types of women it's, it's hard though isn't it and it's like and that's the thing because I I feel like personally that I need to be a role model for my younger cousins and I feel like mm. I need to just be un- unapologetic with kind of like how I express myself how I dress how I have my hair all of that to, mm. so they can also feel comfortable doing those things if, if they wish to and um because I know my cousins, I know that my cousins don't look up, look at me and think I'm ugly. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And I feel like if I am confident, if I am confident with my body, like when them growing up and them now starting to become, like them now starting to grow into their figures and stuff like that. Like, uh, like there was one comment at Christmas where one of where one of my cousins, so she told her older sister that oh her bum is getting as big as mine. <laughs> And you were like, good. Like, <laughs> and I was just like, excuse me. And what, what is what is wrong with that? Please go and tell me what. Yeah. The, and I, and the thing is, is that like, just me being confident to wear clothing that's like, maybe I'll wear, um, you know, like tight flared trousers. Maybe I'll wear, mm. I'll wear a body top and you can see that and you, my breasts are out and I'll just do mm. it around my family unapologetically. So then they can not also feel uncomfortable with their bodies. Because when I was growing up with my older cousins and my older sister, like um, because of the way sometimes my aunties were, apparently my cousin used to walk around with a, holding a pillow when she was developing breasts and stuff like that, because there was always comments on it. And, and my, oh my mom God. was just like, and as well, like sometimes like, so I used to get comments as well on my body and stuff like that when mm. I, when I was developing and then like I would start to cross my arms and my mum would be like, uncross your arms. Like my mum will That's my mum would just be like, Don't, don't be crossing your arms, don't be hiding, you got nothing to hide, you're a child and don't worry, like you are you are beautiful and you're growing, you know. And mm. and then and, and my mum's always been like, because I've always had big boobs, right? <laughs> growing up. My mum was <laughs> My mum is so funny. She's like the ultimate hype woman. Like she was always just like, mm. ooh, like she's like, oh my gosh, she's like, no, but it's like, oh, I wish, I wish I had that. I wish I was as blessed as that. Like my mum has always been that hype woman, and that mm. she would always be, and she'd be like a real advocate of taking me to buy nice bras and stuff like that, and be like, no, 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 you're yeah, we're gonna buy you the nice bras, and you're mm. going to feel nice and stuff like that, and just trying to. um you know, trying to incorporate that 
body positivity and stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think I kind of get that because I've even got an uncle now who won't be listening, but he, whenever mm-hmm. he sees me, he's like, you've lost so much weight. You've lost weight. And it's like every time he sees me. So mm. I've got into the habit of wearing a dressing gown whenever I'm around him because it's like, I can't, I can't deal and, with and you keep saying that, the same thing over and over again. That You shouldn't have to do that. You should be able to wear exactly. what you want. And, and um, I just say, I, I'm skinny. Like I literally yeah. am skinny. Do you want, I I don't know what you want. Like, why are you have looking you, at me? <laughs> have you said to him, can you stop commenting on my weight, please? No, but I might say to him, I think maybe something back. I like think you're maybe losing your you hair. Should, yeah. <laughs> I think maybe say something back and just be like, oh, I'm not commenting on you being bald and just be like, yeah, so stop commenting on my weight. I think like, because a lot of these elders, they need to be pulled up on it. And also I feel like you should tell your parents and be like, can you tell him to stop commenting on my weight? Okay, and then you just need to say it as well. And you need to be like, can you tell him in front of me, please? To be like, so you know that they've actually tried to address it with with them because I'm sorry, like we can't be having, we can't be having this. Like yeah, it's can't very, be having these, these wayward relatives who are always looking and want to be like because it's just like but they do all of them do yeah. like even right my hair it's, right it's now I've got it in braids and I went to see my family at the weekend I didn't go and see my granny because my granny would say I don't like your hair do you know what I mean like <laughs> <laughs> sometimes you just gotta avoid people <laughs> like it's, it's just one of it's one of those things oh your hair looks amazing by the way like um sorry guys let oh, me just give you thank let you. me give you a mental description yeah Diana. <laughs> Diana, her her cane rows are just looking snatched. Like just really, like her edges are there. Her edges are still there. Don't worry, don't worry. Her edges are they there. Are. But they like are. literally, like her cane rows, they're just like mm, like slick back. You know, long booty. You know, mm. just all of the things. Just you know, like her face is just like popping. Oh, you know, when you get stunning. really tight braids and you get a little facelift, I'm just, yeah. I'm really feeling myself right now. Like, <laughs> I, I, I'm happy. I'm very happy just, with them. You know, so yeah, like, I didn't want my, my granny popping. to ruin it. Yeah. yeah, I get you. <laughs> but like, I feel like it's definitely a generation thing and it's definitely like, yeah. we're definitely trying to learn how to get out of that because it's just very annoying. Like these people, please stop commenting on how my appearance it's not every day, my appearance, my appearance, please. If you're not going to tell me that I look cute, you're not going to tell me that I look pretty, you're not going to tell me that I look beautiful, keep your mm. mouth closed. Yeah. Um, this is something I want. I wanted to talk to you about though before. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been on our list for a long time. Um, and I was wondering, I'll, I'll say my experience after you, but when was the first time you ever felt like you were beautiful? To be honest, I'm not even going to lie to you. Yeah. I've always been that bitch. <laughs> oh my I'm god, like, that's I'm my answer like to too. Because like <laughs> when when I was younger, like I I've always loved taking photos. Always mm. like from like from a child, I look back at photos of me when I was like four, and I'm there doing up posing all the time. I've mm. I've saw a photo where and I so I saw a photo of myself and I had like my hair in little plaits and whatever. And then, and then I was like, that week I had taken photos of myself. My hair was in mm. braids. And I'm doing the exact same pose in both of the photos. <laughs> and I was Cute. like, 20 years later, like what is going on? <laughs> and I was, I've always liked taking photos. I've always liked taking photos of myself from, my uncle bought me a camera 
and I used to put it on self timer and take photos of myself. I used to do like, um, like draw kind of like lines on my face and do like different weird types of makeup. And I'll take mm. photos of myself. I used to have a bowler hat. Uh, no, I, well, my purple oh, bowler yeah, hat is still at home. Hat. Yeah, my purple <laughs> bowler hat. And I would do like the little, the makeup. And my dad told me I looked like I was from Clockwork Orange. Like, and I used to take photos <laughs> of myself like all the time. Um, yeah, and I just feel like I've always... I don't know. I've always been drawn to myself. Yeah. In a sense. (laughs) I've always Um, been mesmerized by my face. Yeah. But actually, (laughs) like, actually, like, I can come on to your experience, but I feel like what, I feel like an interesting question is if we reverse Mm. it. When was the first time you felt like you were not beautiful or the first time you felt like you were like, or like, I, I don't want to say ugly because I ugly ugly way how yeah this is not possible not me so it's just like when when it was the first time you felt not beautiful and when you felt like you're just not desirable like when was that first time but give yeah. me your first time on the question you asked me first when you first felt beautiful yeah so growing up I'm very lucky to have family and like family friends around me who always told me like oh you're so pretty you're so gorgeous like mm. me and my brother and my sister we got compliments all the time like oh you're so gorgeous and you know that whole mixed race baby oh you're yes, so cute that's that, what I was just gonna thick. ask you like do you feel like it was a, fetish, a fetishization kind I of thing I think it was that but then at the same time we were cute and we were well, like of course a you cute were little cute. trio of course so so um yeah like we got that a lot and then um something this is kind of a different topic but something that I think was a downfall to that is that people would tell me I'm pretty more than they'd comment on anything to do with my personality so Mm. they wouldn't say oh you're so smart you're so capable do you know what I mean I didn't get the like my parents obviously like pushed me they've lovely had a great upbringing but I wish that I had a bit more of that. Oh, you're so wise. You've got like you've got other things going for yourself other than you're pretty, you're cute. And I feel mm. like people do that to girls a lot. They tell girls like, "Oh, that this is cute. Yeah, this looks nice everything on you." Appearance space. Yeah, but with boys, it's like, "Oh, that's such a good idea. You're so smart." And I even watched a little mm. documentary about this quite a while yes, back. It was like sorry. schools in the UK. Yeah. Um, sorry, sorry. Just before you go on to the documentary, just what you're saying about with boys, it's always been like, yeah. "Oh, you're so smart." Blah 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 all of like because we don't have many boys in our family mm. all of the boys when they're young oh my gosh he's so smart he's going to be an engineer he's going to be all of this yeah, he's look at, at him maths. he's so smart he's so smart and then as well mm. okay sorry I don't I don't mean to throw shade on my cousin but I mean the, the boy is bad vibes I, I'm not sure if he's, that, if he's all that smart now you know I'm sorry the boy is bad vibes he is he is I'm so sorry auntie I'm so sorry uncle but like you raised the bad vibes child <laughs> not my business but um like literally and I just think now like was he that smart or was he just you know yeah just doing things you know like you know and um and I I just and that's something that I've noticed like all the time with the boys the young boys in the family when they're growing up oh Mm. my gosh he's so smart he's just this and 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 everyone's just like god smart amazing and it's just like I don't remember you acting like that with your daughter yeah with the girls it's true it's so true and um so i watched this documentary a while back i don't i it was like a four-parter and it was schools in the uk um reception so for like americans i guess it's like kindergarten like really young Mm -hmm. children and how the teachers it was like a um, psychological thing so how the teachers would film uh, how the teachers would feed back to their children so that to the boys 
they'd be like, oh, great job, lad. Great job. Um, mm. Well done. With the girls, it, even the male teachers even were like, oh, sweetheart. Like all of these like really empathetic words. And then something that was interesting is that the boys in in the playground would fight and like be more aggressive, but the girls would be quite soft. They'd be playing with dolls and all of this other stuff. Mm. And then when the girls were asked, do you think you're smart? They'd rate their smartness like really low out of five and the boys would rate theirs high or they'd, they'd say that they are really smart and they're like the best in the class, but the girls would really underestimate their See, their, yeah, this like, is the problem with the abilities. <laughs> oh gosh, it's like oh gosh. A, a self-fulfilling prophecy. You tell someone something so many times that they start to believe it about they themselves. It. So mm. Yeah, that's why I always thought Sorry. I was pretty. Just, re- just reminded me of the guy who told me that um, he was smarter than me, but I was more intelligent than him. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, oh gosh. Yeah, but yeah, that was the first time I felt. Um, well, I've always felt like I was. And then there's that question you just asked. Now it's like as soon as boys weren't chasing after Going me in the, the kiss chase yeah. at school, mm. and as soon as like boys called me ugly at school, that's when I was like, hang on. <laughs> Okay, I'm I'm ugly. I'm known as the ugly girl to this group of boys. They followed me around and called me the ugly girl. <laughs> For fuck's sake. For fuck's and sake. And that's when I felt ugly. That was probably from the ages of like, I don't know, like six to 16. And then when I got to college, I felt pain again because people oh. fancied me. But <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, as soon as you went to college, you were paying. Bang, um, yeah. Yeah, I feel like, th- see, it's funny because it's like as soon as you get into the real world, like for mm. me... Cause I didn't have like overt racism like that with people telling me that I was ugly or anything. I didn't, mm. I didn't really have that growing up. Um, because like we squashed that shit straight away. Yeah. Quick time. So they could <laughs> not have any of that in the school. Like basically for me, actually, I'm going to say first, I, ex- I want to say experienced. I experienced my sister. Um, I hope that she won't mind me talking about this, but, um, I experienced my sister growing up feeling ugly and Mm. I experienced my sister always having low self-esteem and stuff. And she was bullied growing up like by people Mm. in her class and stuff like that. And, um, and as well, like, again, she, the only, the only black girl in her class, Mm. I was the only black girl in my class. I didn't even realize though, but, (laughs) um, (laughs) but anyway, like primary school times. Um, yeah. So, I grew up seeing my sister feel like that and seeing my mom being like to her in the mirror, being like, no, say I'm beautiful. And like my mom mm. used to stand her up in the mirror and force her to say, I am beautiful and stuff like that. Mm. Um, and like, I used to try and encourage, and I was always like, no, Growing up, I lived my life with my sister. I was always trying to do everything for her. I was just always trying to, yeah. I just wanted to help her and encourage her all the time. So like with stuff like that, and there's, there's five years between us and she's older than me. And um, I so like when my mom used to say it, like I would be like, oh, I can say it to try and encourage her. Like that was just me. I was always trying to encourage her and help her. Mm. Like, you know, in that sense, I don't know if she even saw it that way, but like that's mm. just in my child mind, that's what I was trying to do. So for me, yeah. it's like, cause, cause I was seeing my sister go through that. I didn't want to, I didn't want to be putting that on myself cause I wanted to help her as well. Mm. 
Um, but then my sister, but then, so everything is like, cause I've watched my sister first and like, cause it's five mm. years. It's always just like, okay, when I get to that age, I'll have a similar experience. But when it was like kind of growing up and my sister is light skinned. So, mm. and, and my mum is, my mum is also light skinned. So it's like growing up and I'll see my sister, my sister would have like boys flirting with her. Like I would see that my sister Mm -hmm. had a few boyfriends and stuff like that. But then, and then it's like, I got to that age and I never had any of that. And Mm. I felt like, and it got to the point where like, you know, other girls in school, like the boys were chasing them. The boys were after them and stuff like that. And then I just used to be confused. Cause I was like, Mm. no, no one's after me. And then like my mm. friends would be like, oh no, but yeah, you're you're this, you're that, you're blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, yeah, but you're saying all of that, but it's not making me feel better because it's like, none of the boys see that kind of thing. You're mm-hmm. saying that, but none of the boys see that. And I, right now I'm not really believing you, <laughs> you know, mm. that kind of thing. And I think that was when I started, like, I think just growing up and then just seeing like how, people interacted with others and and as well this is and like I have and I think this is the reason why I'm kind of how how I am like because you know how like sometimes you'll talk about how oh you don't see your friends that often or you don't really you know and like I'm and I'm not really much of a talker I don't really interact with my friends that much but like Mm. growing up through school like I hate being ignored I hate it Mm. and people used to do that I'll be standing right there. There'll be times that I would say something. Yeah. Everyone mm. in the group, we're all in a group. I would say something. Everyone will ignore what I said. Then two seconds later, someone's repeating exactly what I just said. And that mm. used to frustrate me. It used to always happen. So I just stopped speaking. And um, and like, cause I'm just like, there's no way I'm going to be talking and you are not going to listen. Yeah. Uh, cause like, if I'm opening my mouth, I have something to say. And mm-hmm. um and I think for me, it was just this whole um, thing of being ignored that I just kind of got yeah. in, got to a point where I was just a bit of a recluse. And it's like, you know what? People aren't going to be interested in me. There's clearly there's something wrong with me kind of thing. Mm. And I feel like my friendships were better when they were like one-on-one kind of thing because mm-hmm. like there's no one else for people to be distracted by. People could only chat to me and then people would realize, mm. oh my gosh, like you're you're talking like you're talking talking and what you're saying is hilarious you know shit like that and I think that that for me is when because I feel like the whole desirability thing it even runs through friendships through for me because it's it, mm. it was even similar through uni and stuff like that like there's <laughs> there's this weird thing where um in uni like people will gravitate for me gravitate towards me and they want to drag me around everywhere and because I'm just mm. easy going, I'm just like, yeah, whatever, fine. They want to drag me around everywhere. And that's why I'm so conscious of people trying to take advantage because I think people mm. easily think that they can take advantage of me. Mm. And I'm just, and I need to put myself in a position where I, where I can try and set some boundaries kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. can relate to that because I was definitely really shy and like I didn't really like being in big groups I didn't really I had a group but everyone was so bitchy like everyone was so mean Mm. to each other and talk talk behind each other's back and um I was I was really shy where I I would 
I'd wear like a really massive blazer and I'd try and hide myself. Do you know when you're you're a bit shy and you're like what you're saying, crossing your arms and looking down? I, That's how I was throughout school. I still like wearing baggy clothing to this day. <laughs> <laughs> so do I. <laughs> to this like, day. <laughs> yeah, to this day. Like it was... Yeah, it's taken a lot for me to start wearing. Like, no, it took a lot for me kind of transitioning like in teenage years for me to even, for me to wear something that's tight. Like, cause I always felt uncomfortable. Like the, I remember the first time I bought skinny, well, when my mom bought skinny jeans for me. Mm. And the thing is like my mom, cause my mom is the ultimate hype woman. She used to make it worse. So I would feel embarrassed because she's there like, oh, you look so lovely. Oh my God. <laughs> you know, all of this. And I'll just be like, I remember my year six prom mm. and I got my clothes on, my hair's done. And my mum's just like, oh my God, you look so good. And I, and I started to cry because I'm like, I don't want people to look at me. Like, <laughs> like why are you going to be I like felt. that? At prom in year 11, I was like, I really don't want people to look at me. But then people look at me and I was wearing a tight dress. And then I, I, these boys were talking about my bum. And I was like, oh no, like, what, why is this happening? It's so embarrassing. But um, yeah, like. Uh, I, I just remember one time what year was it it must have been year eight or year nine and I was at a sleepover with one of my friends and she was like blonde always had her boobs out um just like the type of girl that guys liked when we were in like year yeah. eight yeah. and That's why she um are. yeah she was always on MSN and had all the boys like in our town on of MSN talking to people all the time and then I was at oh, her house MSN. and we were chatting to someone just some random guy and then she was like oh I don't actually like this guy do you want to talk to him so I was like oh okay so I was on her laptop talking to him and then we were sending pictures of us like on the webcam and stuff just like posing and being funny and then we were chatting and he was like flirting with me and this was the first time a guy ever flirted with me I was like oh Oh. this is cute and then after that like my friend I think she went somewhere and then I came back and then I was on the laptop and she'd been talking to him while I was away. Of course. And he basically because, had, all of his, because he's now interested in you, now she wants to chat to him. No, but even worse, <laughs> he basically said, oh, I was only talking to her because I felt sorry for her. Because <laughs> you said, I don't know what she must have said, but like, I think she said, oh, can you talk to her? <laughs> so that just made me feel hopeless that just made me think fucking hell Awful. I'm literally like someone from Angus Songs and Perfect Snoggy and I'm like the unwanted <sighs> girl in literally. the group <laughs> I'm sorry but like I think all black and brown girls have felt like what's her name what's her name um, it begins with an E it begins with an E uh, right so it's let's, Georgia Jazz let's put uh, some respect on her name yeah yeah that Asian girl Ellie? Is it Ellie? I don't know if it's... I don't think... I don't know. It, I think they shortened her name to L. L. They call her L, didn't they? Let me check. Let me check. Let me check. Yeah. But then she was so flirty. I did not have her confidence when I was younger. She was flirty and cute and um, up for Ellen. Her name chats. is Ellen. Oh my God, oh, she's Ellen. gorgeous. Is she? she? Is I haven't gorgeous. seen her since she was a kid. Oh, she's beautiful. She's stunning. Like, let me see. I want to see a, a big picture. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, she was a good character. Okay, I'm seeing like child photos of her. I want, I want her now. She's gorgeous in the kids' photos, <laughs> in a non-weird way. Oh my gosh, this is her now. She is stunning, but she looks like I, I don't know. This this photo just must 
is like right in front of a window. I don't want to say she looks like mm. she's like the skin in this one because it's right in front of the window. <laughs> we know how lighting, lighting works. Yeah. Okay, let me, I'm going to try to find her. But she is absolutely gorgeous. Sorry, guys, like mm. tangent. Angus Thong's a perfect <laughs> snogging. Check it, check it out. If you, if, if anyone hasn't seen it, check it, out, check it out. Best movie <laughs> for teenage what girls. Flex gods. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Um, okay, let me see. She's twenty eight. Oh, I just love some of the quotes. You know when that girl, what's her name, Ellen, when she's like, Georgia looks so funny in the olive costume. <laughs> Love her. No, she's <laughs> or I want some onions. <laughs> she she was trying to she's trying Two to make onions. the joke. <laughs> oh gosh. She is gorgeous. She is gorgeous. Sex gods. gods. Uh, I'm just coming to buy some apples for my mum. <laughs> Mum, I'm here to get apples, my favourites. Yeah. Georgia, apples give you wins. Give you guess, yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. Oh. oh gosh, hilarious. Oh, top tier film. Top oh, when tier. Robbie, Robbie, whenever he says Georgia, he's like, Georgia, Georgia. Georgia. Yeah, yeah. Oh, when he's talking, it's just so annoying. Yeah. He even, he's, like, oh. he's even annoying in kick ass as well. Georgia, <laughs> Georgia. Oh, you're just a perfect nutter. Yeah. Oh, Jubbly, 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 Jubbly. I don't know what fucking accent was that meant to be. Where is he it's actually from? It's supposed to be East London. It's supposed to be East London. London. These boys are from London. From? They're cosmopolitan. What's his name, <laughs> What's his name again? <laughs> Aaron uh, something is it? I used to fancy him so much but then he married like a 90 year old oh did he <laughs> some old girl who apparently groomed him I watched a documentary about oh about I would not be surprised a lot of these boys are getting groomed like Liam Payne um, and um, <laughs> who else got groomed whoever Nicole Scherzinger is with at the moment most likely um, Damn. she's always grooming the boys um, what is his name Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. Alleg- allegedly, yeah, let's just say that then. Um I had the cast up. Um sorry the guys. Whole cast. <laughs> um what, what was his name again? Oh, Aaron Taylor Johnson. Yeah. Uh English actor. It just says he's an English actor. Nineteen ninety six? Wow. Oh no, years active. Gonna say I thought that was when he was he's 31, 1990. 1990. Um he's, he's from High Wycombe, Buckinghamshire. No wonder he couldn't do the East London accent properly. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he was sounding so so um so posh. <laughs> mm. Yeah, it did ja, sound ja. right. Ja, ja. Oh gosh, oh gosh. <laughs> it was perfect though. Everything about that film is just so messy that it's perfect. And the soundtrack. It, it is. Oh, it is so the messy. Soundtrack. The soundtrack is oh my so good. God. It's real She's nostalgia. A like She's a lovely. She's a lovely. I could sing you Love every song. song on that soundtrack. <laughs> to be honest, yeah. 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 Mm. But oh gosh. It, that is that is a top tier film. So bad. So awful. 
but top so tier. Good. It's up there. Like, I mm. feel like, you know, you know, like Britain, the UK, mm. we know to how to make God awful films because like, mm-hmm. just like how Harry Potter, the acting is so awful in those first two movies. So awful. I didn't even notice. Was it really bad? What the, the children? is awful <laughs> in Harry Potter. The I just enjoyed the, the plot. I'm not really Hagrid. watching the acting. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Let me quote something. Hagrid, this says platform nine and three quarters, but there's no such thing. Hagrid? <laughs> the acting is awful. <laughs> you know who the acting I thought was Eat bad? Slugs, Malfoy. Oh my God, that's acting. iconic. <laughs> I had a dream about that once. I had a dream that um, slugs, I, I was... Slugs. No, I was at Hogwarts and I got into a battle with someone and the only spell I could remember was eat slugs. Eat slugs. <laughs> it's not even a spell, it's a curse. Like, yeah. <laughs> the guy, even, the guy even the main was, one, was Spelliamus. That, that one apparently oh yeah, works on everyone. That. That, that one works oh. every time like a charm, apparently. All right. <laughs> well, why didn't Harry use it more? He did, he used it all the time. That was his God, go-to. I Maybe I just don't listen when I'm watching these movies. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, like because I've read the books, it's like it's a bit. I just I catch a bit more. But those first two mm. films, God awful acting. Angus Song's perfect snogging acting, not good. Awful. Wild Child acting. Wild Child average. is so good as well. Oh. Saint Trinian's when, when... acting average. Hmm. But when they, my but favorite good bit of Wild Child is when they go out in the day to the charity shop <laughs> and they buy all these clothes. Then they go to the disco and they've got all these clothes. Like, and what and they then dance they go, into? Hips, 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 butt. Yeah, <laughs> I love and that. Then, and she does and a little then she dance. Starts off. doing um, the boot, uh, the boot shake to tambourine. Yeah. Like to Eve. Oh yes, tambourine. <laughs> and this is like, how do you know this song? And then she's there, like doing this like clap thing on her chest, like, yeah. like what the fuck are you doing? You can't do that dance, Emma Roberts. You can't Aww. do that dance. And then she, and she does like a, a slut movie. drop, and then she does this thing like, yeah. like with her, like just like down, like a slut drop, like she's trying to. Alex is literally like, doing do a, a slut drop now. <laughs> she's trying to do a wine. <laughs> Sorry, I was watching a film the other day. That's why. <laughs> I just know, know the oh. whole dance that she was doing. She's there doing all of this bullshit. Yeah. And then she went slut dropped. Then she's there doing all of this. And then it's just like, the fuck girl, just because you're in like a little rah-rah skirt. Like, it's just eights? such a good chick flick. And when the fire it goes is. off and she just jumps in that guy's bathroom, I'm just like, this is the life I should have been living. Why was jumping I, in I Alex Christopher's bathroom? Why was he even, why was, I'm sorry. Why is a boy who is, 16 to 18 year olds just having a bath just but chilling having a bath why is he living just at like the school he, does yeah, he not have a house because his mum is her teacher yeah but so my mum's a teacher I don't go and bath in the, in the school like it's a bit weird but I think I think he was living there because his mum is her teacher yeah maybe because it's thought, countryside but he, but as, as well, well I was like you can't go home easy but I was I was there thinking though but the guy would go to the boys' boarding school. So why wasn't he just staying there? But at the same time, mm. though, his mom probably had free boarding in that school because she's a head teacher of that school. Yeah. That's why she just paid for his stupid little car. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> she stupid died in real life, didn't she, the head teacher? Did she? 
Yeah, she's really? Liam Neeson's wife. Yeah, she died oh, really? in a skiing accident. Yeah, really oh, sad. She's like a proper iconic actress as well. She's an iconic yeah. British actress. Yeah, she's, she's in, in Harry Potter as well. Oh, and um, Parent Trap, right? Oh, is she in that? Yeah, I think I she think, is. I, think I have a feeling that, she is. Yeah, when, but she had yeah. the short blonde hair in it. Yeah, I yeah. think so. I'm not 100%. Yeah, I think that was her. I think that was her. Yeah. How did we get onto here? I don't know. Should we talk know. a little bit about Love Island then wrap? Yep. Love Island recap. Okay, guys. Guys, let me tell you something, yeah. I don't usually like Love Island. I don't usually like watching it. Usually <laughs> I, and I, I will always fall off. I will always fall off watching it. Like I and I, I'm very new to Love Island. But when I tell you mm. I am enjoying this season, like literally last episode, <laughs> I was screaming. I'm just I'm just enjoying it so much. And like just all the characters are doing what they need to do. Well, there's yeah. some people who just like, you don't even see. Ekena. But like everyone, <laughs> no, Ekena we see because uh, because of who he's coupled up with. But, mm. and because, I'm sorry, like, okay. But we're not seeing Tash, we're not seeing Paige. We're not seeing anything from them. And Andrew, Andrew. we don't see Andrew. <laughs> yeah. Andrew who, like, yeah, <laughs> we don't see any of them. But, um, but like the, Every, everyone else is giving something and like we've yeah, got different really got characters. Some good characters we've, got, yeah. we've got some enemies we've got some people that we that we love but we can't stand them at the same time and it's mm. just like and just yeah they're all giving and one thing I did not expect Davide to for me my mind to change Develop. about Davide yeah I wasn't I, expecting any oh, development I from love him, him. I like I him. I love him, but I don't love him. Like as a person, I wouldn't like him in real life. Or well, I wouldn't dislike yeah. him. I wouldn't gel to no, him. But just watch him, he's opinion. so hilarious. He's actually honest, really good TV. He is good TV, and I'm and I am finding him better looking now. I like it when he's wearing glasses. Mm. So like you guys, and, but you guys know yeah, that I'm serious. a bit I'm a bit funny when with guys wearing. I just like guys who wear glasses. I just I don't know what it is, <laughs> but he looks quite Clark Kent like, don't, don't you think? Yeah, he does. Yes, yeah. he does. And you know I what? His accent is just bringing so much more to oh, to the show. It's not jarring, you know. It's jarring. <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> what did he say the other day? <laughs> You're a liar. <laughs> you, are, you are a liar and an actress. Fuck off! (laughs) I'm sorry. Ultimate, I love it. I love it. Like, yeah, I'm sorry, David. And even like, okay, so recent episode, I don't know what Ekinsu. Okay, she's our girl Ekinsu. We do, we love love Ekinsu. We love her, but the girl is mad. She's mad. Like, girl, please, please. Like, like she's been annoying. She's been annoying now. But then at the same yeah, time, it's still funny is. to watch. It's funny. <laughs> the and, the um, ultimate disrespect was when she came down from kissing Jay and then she was like to Davide, oh, what's for dinner? You're making me I'm dinner. I'm hungry. <laughs> I'm hungry. Davide, go cook me food. <laughs> Excuse me, bitch. Girl. Girl. Yeah, no chill. No chill. Like, that she's, actually, she's actually hilarious. She's actually hilarious. And I just find it so, like, okay, recent, okay, recent episode um, when she was just like, so she's coupled up with Jay now. And then she went mm. to Davide and was like, oh, Davide, do you, do you still care about me? And um, oh, Davide, do you think do you think Jay cares about me? Do you think Jay oh is? Oh my god, um, babe, asking babe, girl. her old man about her new man. <laughs> girl, you are not nineteen. You are not Gemma. Please, what what are you doing? What are you doing, girl? Please, at your age, it's okay. Mm. Like I find it fucking hilarious that you had Jay crawling for you, not once mm. but twice. 
<laughs> oh wait, should we say should we count it as four times because they crawled back out? Like I'm sorry, mm. you had a grown man crawling. I'm so that's hilarious. <laughs> a grown man that seemed like a grown grown man as well a compared grown to man. others. You had, a, you, you had a grown man crawling just to do a kiss kiss on the terrace. Hilarious. Hilarious. Like it fucking hilarious. Fucking hilarious. Um, you know, and this is only week two. Week two. And I know. I'm just so it's I'm just so enjoying. But um anyway, let's just talk about quick. This is gonna be quick recap, guys. Mm. Let's chat about how um I just want to chat about Amber for a little bit. Mm. Because the girl okay, the girl hasn't been given much. Okay. She mm. clearly don't like Dami. And the girl, she has issues with other people in the villa, like literally. And she's not doing much. She's not trying to, she's not trying to graft anyone. She's not trying to put herself out there or anything. Mm. But she's always got a comment. She's always got sly comments. And like, and as well, I noticed it from the beginning because I feel like she's kind of had this energy. Like when, like I've just, whenever she's, like India will say something and she'll have some weird comment to say. Yeah, the other day when she was like, well, you, you wanted to go over there and kiss him or something like that. Do you remember when she gave so, okay. Kenneth kind of the smoothie? I was like, yeah. all right, fucking hell. So that, that was the most obvious thing. But even from right the first mm. day, she like she's had a tone of voice with India that I've felt. But like then, mm. which is what everyone's picking up on. So yeah, so context, guys. India, where India decided to do something nice for Ikenna because she's just like, okay, yeah, I know it's it's two sided. I can't keep just complaining that he's not giving me much. I need mm. to try and give something to you, which I love. India's the only girl who's actually who's actually trying mm. <laughs> and trying to do mm. stuff. You know, like she's complaining. She has reason to complain, but she's also trying herself. Like, and I think good, yeah, good she for is. her. Yeah. And um and she and also I like that she's voicing her opinions. She's actually go talking mm-hmm. to Ikenna and saying, "Look, Ikenna, I feel like I'm not getting enough from you, and I'm just feeling a bit like this, like and and trying to and asking for that reassurance." And I love that, and I feel like that's what dating needs to be like. I like I try to be like that when I'm dating, and like mm-hmm. literally, I will tell you guys, I am I am the what are we girl? I will come and tell you. I will come <laughs> and say, "What are we? What are we? Okay, okay, it's getting to three months. What what do you want from me now?" What do you want? And like literally before first date, like I was I was on the phone to some guy before first date. Like I still have, I still haven't met this guy yet. And before first date, I was just like, "What do you want from me? What do you want?" Because like, I can't. Mm, we've been on the phone for three hours. Oh, I don't know. I can't do this if you like. What do you want? Like you need to be you need to be wanting something, please. I um, think that should yeah. be normalized as well. It's like I'm not gonna sit on the exactly. phone for three hours for nothing. Exactly. And exactly. We need to normalize. What are we? We need to normalize. um, Where is this going? We need to normalize. Okay. What do you think of me? Do you like me? And, you know, Mm. just like trying to coax this reassurance from these guys, because I'm sorry, like the way this Love Island Mm. Villa is looking, these, these men, like they, um, they really, they don't know how to graft. And no. I feel like it's very reminiscent of society right right now. These boys have been growing up so cushy. They've been growing up like looking nice, having nice faces that they ain't had to work for no girls. And they get bored as well of bringing yeah. the girls drinks. Yeah. It's like they do it for two days and they're like, oh, I'm exhausted. That's all they it's put like, in. It's <laughs> one drink, one coffee in the morning. Like, come on now. Mm. One, one thing. But yeah, anyway, um, so India, she brought Ikenna a smoothie and Ikenna gave her a kiss. And basically there was new black guy, Remy, 
Remy was standing right there and Remy has been Remy he, he was, was trying but he was not he was trying but he was not trying hard enough like too slow yeah, yeah. too slow he wasn't trying hard enough. He wasn't fighting hard enough. Um, but like, yeah, but he, Remy had tried to chat to India. He'd also tried chatting to Amber both times. Ikenna came and collected India. Dami came and mm. knelt, on, knelt on the bed just looking at them. Like, like <laughs> that, that was, was so, so funny. Weird. That, that was so, it was funny, but it was so weird. But it's just the fact that like, say if, um, say if Amber actually liked Dami, then it would have mm. been like a cute and funny encounter because she would have just been yeah. like, what are you doing? But the thing is, is that at him. Am- Amber don't she even like angry. Dami. That no. she just, she looked at him like he was a weirdo and was still carrying on the conversation with Remy. <laughs> and that made it even more awkward. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it she, did. She just didn't acknowledge him. And both of them were trying not to acknowledge him until Dami had to physically say, can I talk to Amber? <laughs> like, mm. what the fuck? <laughs> it was so awkward. But yeah, this girl Amber, she she don't like. I, I'm getting the vibes that she don't that she's not really a person who likes being around black people. That's the vibes that I'm getting from her, really. Um, and mm. I feel like especially she doesn't like black women. She wants to be the only black girl, like only mixed race girl in the room. That's those are the vibes I'm getting from her. Mm. I'm just not getting much from her. I just find her a bit of a dry character she is um, she's and not when doing she anything. does talk she just says like sly comments and yeah like when, when um remy left she was like by rapper it's like oh that was grubber. rude you're like, like 20 how old is she she's a big woman like who cares like please girl get out of here but yeah like it is just very much like girl yeah <laughs> it's yeah yeah I don't know about that Amber and like and then a lot of people Mm. are picking up on it a lot of people don't like her because she is bad vibes in the villa she's just doing up bad vibes Mm -hmm. and then but I just love how so where we are at right now guys um so this these aren't going to be spoilers for you because this episode is coming out on Thursday but anyway Mm. where we are where we are at right now um Jay which is Ekin Sue's new boo um Jay was talking to Dami and was just like, oh, well, would you, would you, India walks through the bedroom and then Jay goes to Dami, oh, well, would you get with, would you get with India on the outside? And Dami was like, hell yeah. And then Jay was like, no, you guys have so much chemistry. You don't even like Amber. Amber don't like you. Blah, 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 blah. It's because Jay's read Twitter. Jay knows what the public are saying. And I like Jay. I like Jay, but I also think that Jay so what what the, what the Twitter streets are saying is that Jay because Jay's had his eye on Amber from when he walked in so mm. Jay likes Amber so now he's trying to get Dami to get with India but and <laughs> India don't have no chemistry with Ikenna anyway so yeah. yeah and that's kind of the plot that Jay's trying to do and like I just you know what this season is good. I'm enjoying it. Like Murad Morali says, like they've done really well with the casting. The bombshells are bombshelling. Mm-hmm. Like they've come in and mm-hmm. they're stirring up and they're making the stories move. They're they're 
coming yeah, to shitstone, all of that. And it's great. It's great TV. And also, so um, Danica, um, she, she's coming, new bombshell. She only had 24 hours to choose someone to couple up with. So I don't blame her for choosing Luca. Like people, a lot of people are just like, why mm. did she choose her? There are two single guys. So what, there's two single guys. She should choose who she wants to choose and mess, um, cause up, cause up mayhem. Yeah, yeah it's just, reality just, TV. Exactly. Just do what she wants. And and it's fun. It's fun to watch. She decided, yeah, let me choose Luca. I find him the most attractive. I like him. Um, and to be fair, and Gemma then, was laughing. I think Gemma finds yeah. it quite funny. I don't think she cares. Gemma and I don't think Gemma Luca cares. No, Luca yeah. cares. Yeah, <laughs> Luca, I don't know where I said that. Gemma Luca, finds Luca does care. Luca's crying. Luca cares because Luca <laughs> is mad. How that? How can Luca? And I'm sorry, like, and I feel like it's people are saying that they don't want to bring it up i'm gonna bring it up right here luca you're racist i know and i can see it in you i know that you're racist <laughs> mate anyway i was like, trying to work it out i'm not sure like if i think he is i think he is i feel like it's the same kind of microaggressions that we got at school he reminds me of a school yeah. boy he reminds me of the boys that from school and he's got a winston churchill tattoo so maybe that says it all <laughs> it says it all it says it all. that's all we need that's all we need like literally it he reminds me he literally reminds me of the mad boys at school the crazy boys from school mm. like literally like he reminds me of two boys mixed together <laughs> from my from my secondary school <laughs> and um except that one of them liked to mix race girls but anyway um <laughs> but like so he reminds me but then the other guy the other guy was definitely racist so i think that that works mm. out he's got the madness of the what of the guy who liked the mixed race girls in my school but he's got the racism of the guy of the other mad mm. guy <laughs> so yeah mm. anyway um the, the way luca reacted when danica chose him like like the world was ending like yeah, how dare you out the pram. literally it was just weird <laughs> behavior it's just like just chat to her and say to be honest i really like Gemma. um i don't think this is gonna go anywhere why can't you just chat why are you there going on like she's the most awful person in the world like you're disgusted to be next to her like and it's giving me microaggressions it's giving me racism because and i like, it's like her I like she's her as very, well. She's very, very confident and she's very... Yes. And she's young. She knows she's what she wants. Yeah. yeah. She's literally gone in there and she said what she wants, what she's attracted to. And she's and not... she's good at... Uh, she don't yeah. care about the girls. Like yeah. she's just doing her thing. And, and I she's really, good at I like articulating her. her reasons why. Yeah. And I think, no, yeah, good definitely. for you. You don't, you don't even need to have she's a not reason scared. why, but good for you. Mm. Yeah. And I just and I just like that she's coming here and she's doing what she wants. She didn't pick the safe option. Good. Don't pick the safe option. Mm. You don't have to. Like, steal someone. That's what we want to see. We want to see you mm. stealing people. And um, Gemma didn't give a shit, but Luca did. <laughs> right, Do you think that- Luca knows that Gemma's dad is rich? Because he yeah. said something in the past about her surname, <laughs> didn't he? Like he's, I think he's they hit- they all know they all know that she's Michael Owen's daughter now, and he yeah, knows. I think he's like a sugar baby. He wants to be a sugar baby or something. The way that he's attached think, to her, I think there's I'm confused. that. I also think that Luca, that Gemma is the prettiest girl that Luca has ever has, dated. has ever managed mm. to kind of date. And the thing is, you know, mm. when these mad guys they date someone who is who is way out of their league. 
Mm, and yeah. they will hold on and cling on. They'll bend over backwards for them. They'll do all of all of this mm-hmm. shit because they've never been in the proximity of a of a stunning girl. Of you know, in their mm. for them, ideally, they've never been in the proximity of someone that's stunning. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And been mm. able to claim them. And they get to the point, and that's why he's so clingy. That's why he's being crazy. That's why he's mm. there going sleeping in the doghouse for whatever reason <laughs> showing his loyalty and Gemma was like all right then well I'm going to my bed she slept in the other day yeah <laughs> literally he asked oh are you gonna sleep with me and she didn't answer it <laughs> Luca I'm so sorry for you I'm so sorry like I'm sorry but I'm not sorry because it's fucking hilarious but but he really cringes me out because the He's cleanliness, so like, yeah. it's just, you it's can disgusting. see him always staring at her. His arms around her and his face is literally in her hair. Literally. And it's like, please He's a creep. remove your He's nose scary. from her hair. Stop sniffing her. Yeah. Like, he leave is her alone. scary. Like, his obsession with her is scary, terrifying. But, you know, like, I'm excited to just I, I'm excited for Casper more because I'm excited for Gemma to mm. walk back with someone else <laughs> and for Luca to fucking lose it Luca is going to lose it I'm excited for it I'm excited for that day it's going to be hilarious um, yeah yeah but like Gemma and Luca like Luca we don't like you I'm not seeing it for you Gemma Gemma she's mm. warmed up I've warmed up to her I don't but she don't She, to be honest she's like um, the others now like I don't really have an opinion yeah, on her they're giving her good a good amount of airtime. it's like enough because yeah. Luca and her are entertaining but not entertaining enough to focus a whole episode yeah, on her exactly and so, I love yeah. that they're actually taking um, commentary they're and actually they're listening and actually changing things because as soon as everyone kept saying Gemma Island every everyone's YouTube video everyone's YouTube review mm. video said Gemma Island and as soon as they did yeah. that they actually started showing everyone and I love that I, you know it's like thank you yeah. because we don't want to just see it's, one white girl we don't it's it's actually really interesting as well the bombshells that they brought in so they brought in Ekinsu yeah. and they brought in Afia Ekinsu, like she's she's white, but she's like Turkish. Mm-hmm. Afia looks mixed race or fully yes. black. And then they You're brought right. in um, this new mixed race girl, Danica. And mm-hmm. then they brought in Remy and then mm-hmm. the Scottish guy, Jay. So it's like, it's, they are listening and not bringing yeah. in the blondes. Yeah, the diversity <laughs> is there. It's there. Yeah. It's in- very interesting. Um mm. But yeah, like, but I'm very excited for tonight's episode, which we are missing right now. But um, yeah, I'm very excited yeah. to watch. <laughs> like, I'm just excited to see because it's heating up because, okay, Amber has been making a lot of sly comments to Ekinsu yeah. all the time. Like, clearly she don't like Ekinsu, um, which I find hilarious though. But because like... <sighs> Okay, I feel like I feel like people pulled up Ekinsu, but and mm. she has kind of just like she went and apologized to David and was like, yeah, yeah, okay, I'm sorry, I was in the wrong kind mm-hmm. of thing. Um, then started to ask if he still cared about her, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I feel like people pulled her up, but then I feel like Amber's just been saying a lot of sly comments, and then as well, I don't like how Danica comes into the villa, so um, Danica chooses Luca. Gemma's laughing mm. Gemma don't care but then Gemma's bitching about it like oh you could have cho- she could have chosen anyone there's two single people you could have chosen anyone blah 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 but then it's just like but what, are you really pressed you're not that pressed so 
Like, what's the problem? Yeah, yeah. And Danica can do what she wants. She didn't have to do the mm. safe option. And good for her because her doing the safe option will not keep her in the villa. It will not keep her in here. Like, at least now we want to see her a bit longer for longer than a week. We don't want to see her getting dumped soon, you know? And um, yeah, she's a real bombshell. She's done what exactly. a bombshell should do. Exactly. And she's cute. She's cute as fuck. Mm-hmm. Like, she's beautiful. And I just like, mm-hmm. um, but I didn't like how Amber... And this is why I'm getting this vibe from Amber that she likes to be the only mixed race, mixed race girl p- mm. person of color anywhere. Um, yeah, Amber because, was funny, wasn't she? She yeah. was like, "Oh, it doesn't look like anyone wants to give you a tour." And I was thinking, yeah, you don't say that. She doesn't say she, it. <laughs> yeah, she was just like, literally, she was just ganging up with the girls. Was like, oh, no one wants. To, oh, she better not come over here. I don't want to give her a tour. Blah blah blah. Mm. And then she like all the time she just making snide comments that she don't want to talk to her. Then you got um. Then she's there Kiki and with Gemma about like oh like mm, I don't like her. Blah blah blah. Yeah, why did she have to choose Luca? And um, okay, Twitter streets. The Twitter streets are saying the girls. So guys, let's look out this week. Let's look out for it this week. But the girls are saying that Amber is obsessed with Luca and I'm interested to look out <laughs> for it because mm. so the, the receipts that they gave was the fact that like all the time, like Amber would be like going to Gemma like, oh, go get Luca. Oh, have you seen Luca? Blah, blah, blah. Then um, there was a time like in the bedroom that uh, Amber said to Gemma, oh, go get Luca, go get Luca, blah, blah, blah. Gemma goes to get mm. Luca. He comes back in and she's like, hi, Luca. Like and doing all of that. I remember that one. And then all the time she's just saying always kiki and laughing, laughing at everything Luca says. And I, I think I'm I'm gonna look out for it. I'm gonna be BDI'd, but I can see it. I can see Maybe it. her type hasn't come in yet. Like Luca might be the closest thing. Yeah. But maybe she's just staying with Dammy just temporarily no, until I a, think a guy suits she, her. She's staying with Dammy because it's safe. And she doesn't mm. want she doesn't want to rock any boats, but she's waiting for guys to approach her because she's not doing anything. She's just sitting down. No, she's not. She's just chilling. She's mm. not doing a fuck all. She's not trying to get people herself. Because I reckon she probably could like Jay, but she doesn't want to chase mm. anyone. She she wants to be yeah. chased. She doesn't want to do any work. So she's just sticking with Dami because she knows, okay, Dami, black guy, black guys usually like mixed race girls. Like I and I really mm. believe that's how she's thinking. Yeah. And Probably she's just like thinking, thinking that, oh, he's like worshipping me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So like, because, you know, every time Dami is touching her, trying to hook her, she's always mm. pulling away. She pushes she's, him away. <laughs> she's done this before. She's done oh. this to a lot of black men before. And this is what she, this mm. is how she feels black men are. And um, yeah, I feel like she's just sticking with Dami because she's waiting for someone to chase her. Um, yeah. And not, but I no one is. Because all of these if white boys her, aren't really feeling it. And this, like, if if Danica walked in and, like, all the girls were being shitty, I would make her feel so welcome. Because it's yeah. like, any brown or black girl, it's like, I'm I'm rooting for you and I hope yeah. you're rooting for me. Unless you're, like, Pretty Patel, we're going to get on. Like, there's, <laughs> there's no way we're not going to get on. Exactly. So let's, like, team up. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's Rather what I'd be doing. Rather than it being a... A hater kind of thing yeah. Sitting in the corner bitching And as well like, And I found Because as well When you saw the girls Who were bitching It was certain girls You know mm. It was Yeah because they were like I'm not threatened Gemma yeah. and Tasha were like I'm not threatened I'm not threatened And I just thought Why are you not threatened Because so she's and, very pretty And, it's all, and she's got a good personality Exactly Exactly And it's always Gemma, Amber um, Gemma, Amber and Paige I'm seeing Paige She's like mm. she's I feel but I feel like with Paige she has a lot of insecurity 
and as well and I feel there's like there's something going on because yeah. she's not not really doing much on yeah. camera I feel like Paige has a lot of insecurity to the point like and she feels threatened by a lot of the girls and mm. then and then and as well and I think the fact that like no one has really tried to fight for her as well that's kind of putting her off as well and because mm. Paige is I'm seeing Paige she's always kicking and as soon as a new girl comes in ugh, you know it's like a, it's like mm. she wants to bitch about them and she's in that group she's too scared, yeah. and I just I don't like it like I'm sorry the girl yeah. had to choose someone and she chose mm-hmm. who she wanted to she had 24 hours I don't think people should blame her she had 24 hours she didn't know that Luca was mad and was a baby yeah. like you know she saw she just saw that he was on Gemma all day but she but yeah. clearly she was just like oh well it's only been one day I've been trying to talk to everyone mm. so let me just choose who I want to choose and now she's she's moving on to Jax and Jax yeah. I obviously don't like that he dated a child when he was mm, 21. 21. Mm-hmm. But he he's Gross. becoming I can't even say anything nice, but like he is becoming quite like a piss taker which is quite entertaining yes. to watch. But I don't think I'll comment on him any further because I actually think it, the yeah. fact that he's he's dated a child I can't I, I can't I, say anything nice. I forgot I feel Jax a bit gross. was even I forgot Jax was even there. I know he's doing a lot of the the funny snide comments as Banter. well, but but I just I don't for me, I don't find his banter funny. I just find it annoying. Like he's just one of those annoying <laughs> lads from school. Like a lot of these lads are just reminded me from school or reminded me of school. And it's just like, he's just mm. one of those annoying lads of school. Like he's just saying things and it's just like, shut the fuck up. Why are you saying that? Why are you speaking? Like that, that's what I get. Mm. Every time he speaks and he puts in his little one line and whatever, I'm just thinking, shut the fuck up. Like literally. <laughs> and uh, but everyone else is finding it really entertaining. And I'm just like, Ugh. yeah, but I'm just finding it irritating. <laughs> Mm. so yeah that's all I have to say about Jax I think but okay because we've got the Dami in this situation we had Ikenna talking to Danika once and him saying no and this is so bad and this is just showing Mm. this is just showing Ikenna Ikenna's personality Mm. and how he's just like why is he here like literally he said Danika was talking to him and he said to be honest I wasn't really listening but just I was just looking at her lips and her eyes and oh and he's never said anything about like that about India. No, he hasn't. And I'm sorry, India's lips and eyes. Oh my gosh, beautiful. India. She has her eyes. Her eyes are so beautiful. Literally, India's so stunning. Like she's like mm. I feel like India is like one of the type of girl that I would like to date. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like she's just so beautiful. But then I just feel like oh, mm. you're more beautiful than me, though. Like I just I'd be feeling I, I feel like I'd feel insecure in the relationship because I'm like oh, you're prettier than me. Like you're just stunning. Mm. I feel like I'd be like a Luca. Um, but <laughs> but um, yeah. Anyway, so like, uh, and that just shows that it that Ikenna he don't like black girls I'm sorry how can you be saying mm, about India yeah. oh yeah one of the boys one conversation with uh, with Danica oh yeah I wasn't listening but her lips and eyes come on now come on now like yeah that says it all to be fair it does and it's just such a shame because I'm sorry like the people running your Twitter account like they're co- they they they're are hilarious. carrying you. They are carrying mm. you, and I really hope that they get some brand deals. I really hope that they're making mm-hmm. some, uh, they're making some money, and I really hope that they get some jobs from this because I'm sorry, whoever whoever is behind Ikenna's account, Chef's Kiss, amazing. You, you're so mm-hmm. good. You're you're amazing, and you're even like you're even. And I just love how 
they've created unity between the blacks as well on Twitter as well. So all, through, all three it's of them funny. all together, but Ikenna was leading it. <laughs> Ikenna's account was leading it. And mm. I just love how um, they even said like, oh, every day who's behind the account? Who's, who's behind the account? Just shut up. Like basically just told everyone to shut up and just be like, shut up and enjoy. And I just, I even love that. But that makes me think, that from that comment I was kind of thinking it it might be like um a woman a black woman behind the mm. account um because I'm sorry yeah. like men aren't that funny they're not no they're not <laughs> they can be funny but they're not that funny and that's why I feel like they're it not. might be like a black woman behind the account maybe one of a sister or something like that or a cousin or something mm. um but like mm. they are hilarious they are carrying a kenna I like mm-hmm. how crazy can is it that someone on the outside is carrying someone inside. Like we we are liking him more because of whoever is running his Twitter account. Madness. Yeah, it's true actually. It's true. Um, I guess uh, <laughs> the, only, the only thing I want to say about Love Island now is please everyone leave Remy alone. I'm done oh, with all yeah. these videos of him rapping and dancing. God, like, yeah. please, like, this is when I'm going to say be kind because like, he looked like he was oh, suffering gosh. on After Sun. Oh gosh. <laughs> so please yeah. leave him alone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We need to leave Remy now. I mean, to be honest, I think we've seen enough. We've seen enough of his dancing. We've seen enough of his rapping and like, ugh, I don't know, Remy, Remy, if you're listening to this, baby, baby boy, if someone asks you for rap to the rap, you can say no. If someone asks you to rap, you mm. know, you, you don't need to freestyle. Just 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 do one of your raps that you've been doing over and over and again. And you only have to give them one verse. Yeah. Give them two lines. You don't you don't need to give them everything, you know. So like when people ask you to rap, you don't need to freestyle. Mm. When people ask you to rap, you don't need to rap. Like, please, please, please yeah. baby. And you're and a model. You're, you've got a stunning you're beautiful. face. You're, you're a beautiful doing a great boy. job of modeling. Yes, amazing model, please carry on modeling you know we, we can't wait to see you in asos we can't wait to see you in the yeah. in the more magazines okay, Boohoo okay man. yeah mm. he's better than boohoo man though i feel like he's better than boohoo man you can do yeah, better than he, boohoo he definitely man. is we, we're excited to see your brand deals from this okay baby boy mm. do your modeling do it well you have a beauty you have a beautiful face you have a beautiful face. And maybe even write a song like My Yay is different to your yay and make it go viral. Do something yeah, funny with yeah, this. Do, I don't think we can give him that advice because he's not a funny guy. We, and when, when people are trying to be funny, it ends up not being funny. Mm. He's just going to get made fun of. <laughs> don't, don't take that advice from me. Just just do your modeling. Just do your modeling. Model. Model for us. Okay. <laughs> it's okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay cool i think that's Poor that's guy. that's it for our love island recap guys um mm-hmm. we hope that you're enjoying them <laughs> uh yeah what are you injecting this week um i'm injecting um make sure that like you don't get stuck <laughs> this is just it doesn't really make sense but make sure you don't get stuck in a bubble of being by yourself too much and oh no like, so for me I'm quite introverted and I, I love being by myself but then so like when I am around people that I really love and get on with I do get so much energy from them like the other mm. day I was with my family I was laughing and tears were rolling down my face and I haven't done that in months and it just makes me think I've, I'm getting so used to being on my own that I'm forgetting that these are like the fun moments in life when you're with people who really make you laugh like from your stomach Mm -hmm. and I don't I don't like I I don't feel like I do it enough like I need to I need to make sure that 
you know, I'm not I'm not just sitting in on my own all the time. Even though I do find it fun, I love watching films, watching TV, watching YouTube, whatever. Um, make sure that you you take opportunities when when people want to do things take opportunities but then also I, I say I swear I said the other week it's okay to say no about things yeah. because I was getting overwhelmed maybe, with how much is going on opportunities don't require spending loads of money yeah 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 I guess it's just all a balance I'm trying to work out the balance at the moment because mm-hmm. I either go from one end where it's like I'm doing too much to the other end where I'm just on my own all the time so I need to just yeah work that out what's yeah, yours that does make sense um mine hmm Mine is going to be, again, because I've been feeling this recently because I'm kind of like, I want to book to go away somewhere for my birthday. I just want to be out of the country for my birthday because a friend decided that they want to get married like on my birthday weekend. And that, that's just a bit <laughs> annoying to me. So, um, yeah, so like obviously I have to go to the wedding, but then it's like no one will be able to celebrate my birthday. So like that, like as mm. in my friends kind of from uni and stuff. So I'm kind of just like, I want to be away just so I have an excuse and that I'm doing something. And then it keeps us feeling like, like it's not possible with me moving. Like I just not going to have any money. I don't have, I can't afford it and stuff. But, and then even I got scammed today. Like, <laughs> look at me <laughs> anyway. But it's just like my, yeah, my injector is going to be, we move. Money is coming back. Money is going to come back in abundance. Mm-hmm. It's coming guys. It will come. Don't, don't fret. Don't worry. The things that you want to do, just, just keep it, keep it in mind, manifest it. I know what you can do the things you can do the things that you want to do. It's okay. Obviously within your means, but you can do it and it's okay. Mm-hmm. You can do it. Don't worry. We move and we're going to get there and we're going to do all of the things that we want to do in this life. Inject it, inject it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I agree. Money is coming. It everyone. Is coming. Money is coming. And it's coming back in abundance. But yeah, mm-hmm. um, thank you guys so much for listening um, to this episode. We hope that you enjoyed it. Use the hashtag Injected Podcast. Um, you can find us at Injected underscore pod on Instagram, on Twitter. Um, I'm Alexandra. You can find me at ALXNDR underscore NIC on Instagram. And I'm Diana, and you can find me at D E A N N N A B underscore on Instagram. Thank you guys, and we will see you next week. Bye.